Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, welcome back to the show. For just joining us, we were speaking to Rob Fay as part of our year in review series, and that today was the year in sports. And uh, give us a call on the buzz line. We'd love to hear from you in regards to what your favorite sporting uh, moment was this year. We talked a little bit about uh, the transition and change at Hockey Canada. We talked about the commission into sports, amateur sports in this country that is starting up. Uh, we also talk about, of course, uh, Saudi Arabia and. Uh, it's sport wa- sports washing and the fact that not only is it uh, wanting to take over golf, but think about uh, F1 sports, think about um, soccer, uh, think about tennis. I mean, it goes on and on. The dollars are endless. We talked a little bit about that. We talked about women's soccer uh, as well. We talked NBA expansion into Las Vegas and Seattle. And um, the cost of these franchises is significant now. You know, think about 25 years ago, you could probably get a franchise for a couple hundred million dollars. Today, the Phoenix Suns, as Rob said, not too long ago, about four or five months ago, sold for about three and a half billion dollars. So it gives you an idea of the dollars we're talking about here. But give us a call on the buzz line. We'd love to hear from you. What's your sporting event of the year? 604-331-2899. Well, our next guest knows a few things about sports, but that's not what we're going to talk about. Uh, Ruby Kalo is the Minister of Housing, and uh, he at one time represented Canada in field hockey uh, at, I think it's one, maybe two Olympics. Uh, but we're going to talk a little bit about intermig- intermig- interprovincial migration um, and the fact that BC's lost a few folks in the last little while. Joining me now, of course, is Mr. Kalon, Ravi Kalon, Minister of Housing. Minister, thank you for joining us. Hey, Jazz. Thanks so much for having me. All right. Well, let's talk a little bit about uh, the story of the last 24 hours uh, or so. BC, it says, has recorded its largest period of interprovincial migration losses in 20 years with more than 12,000 people moving elsewhere in Canada since July of 2022. Uh, And from July to September of 2023, BC lost a net 4,600 people. Uh, Your thoughts on these two numbers? Well, Jazz, uh, I think what's important with those numbers is overall, mm-hmm. last quarter, we had 67,000 net new people come to B.C. So, yes, you can look at the number and say some people from B.C. left other provinces. But overall, we have a net of 67,000 people that came to B.C. last quarter. That's the largest increase in population since 1961. And so... Um, you know, I appreciate that we have some people, maybe they came to B.C., they realized that there's opportunities in another province and they moved. Mm-hmm. But overall, we have no challenge recruiting people to come to British Columbia. People are coming. Uh, there's opportunities here and they're coming. The challenge I think we have collectively is when you welcome 67,000 people. Last year, we set a record of people coming. The mm-hmm. year before that, we set a record is how do we ensure that we're able to you know, have the housing for them, have the other support that they need for both them to be successful as well as the people that live here to be successful. Yeah. Now, you raise a very good point, uh, but, you know, what I would say to that is it, it, it is concerning in, in one aspect for me. Uh, Canada is a place that immigrants want to emigrate to. Uh, we see that, and, and they are coming to Canada, they are coming to British Columbia. That I understand. It is concerning that those that live here, uh, have potential work here, uh, have family and friends here, 
don't always want to leave. Uh, one could argue they're going because of greater opportunity. Perhaps it's a job, but it's also could be partially due to frustration, the cost of living in Vancouver, the lack of housing in this city. Perhaps it's just dealing with the rush hours of Vancouver. I don't know. But it is concerning that those who have uh, experience here, uh, came here, perhaps raised here, but you know what? I'm walking away. I'm not happy. Isn't that somewhat concerning still? Oh, no, Jazz, I think all the points you've made there are, are very, very valid points. And quite frankly, that's what concerns me the most. Uh, I hear from people who are like, hey, I, I might have to move. Uh, I wanted to raise my kids in the neighborhood I grew up in. I just can't see that as a possibility. Uh, housing is expensive. I can't find a place that's affordable. That is a major concern for us. If you look at all the changes that we made uh, this fall in particular around housing, that is the core of what we're trying to address because, uh, you know, you nailed it with, you, with, the, with the way you framed it, which is it, people start getting to the point where they're like, I, I want to live here, I love this place, but I can't afford it. We have a major challenge, and that's an economic challenge and a societal challenge as well. So that's why the housing piece is so important. But mm-hmm. on top of that, uh, what I would say, Jazz, is, again, we have no shortage of people wanting to come to British Columbia. The numbers are uh, uh, significant. Uh, and for what us, what's really important for us is how do we ensure that we have the housing to keep people here to ensure their economy continues to grow, and and that is a big that is a big concern of mine. When do you think your policies in regards to housing, and and it's a tough question to answer, but when do you think we're going to see? Um, and not just not action, but more so just the fruits of this legislation. Is it a it's it a three or five year project, or do you think we'll see um, uh, some sort of uh, uh, you know some litmus, some, some sort of test, something that says, "Hey, we are now seeing greater growth in housing because of this the, this, this legislation." Is this something we're going to take five years to wait for, or do you think you can see it quicker than that? Well, I think you nailed it, which is housing. Uh, nothing is quick about housing. Housing mm-hmm. takes time, and the policy takes time. I think some of the uh, policies, we're already starting to see impact. We know from the speculation and vacancy tax, which is essentially a tax on people who own a home but just choose to keep it empty, uh, is bringing units back into the market. We know already with the short-term uh, rental legislation, it's already starting to have an impact. Both people are starting to sell if they don't want to be in the, uh, in the rental game. But also, I know that a lot of these properties are starting to come on the market for rental. I know because every time people see it, they tag me on posts on Facebook and on Twitter saying, look, it's working. So, uh, you know, I think that we're already starting to see the impact. The true impact of that will start in May when the principal residence requirement kicks in. The other changes, we're already starting to see some impacts of that as well. I I know some developments have been able to get through a little bit quicker. Uh, most of the policies come into place in May and June next year, and then the market needs to respond from that. But I think that uh, all the changes we've made, I do believe, are going to make a major difference in us getting housing online faster. But we have headwinds, and I know you've covered it. Uh, interest rates are a challenge. Uh, we have continued to see record numbers of people come into British Columbia. Costs of products are still high. And so we have headwinds, but I believe BC is the best position to address the housing crisis because of the changes we've made. We are going to do a year in review in real estate uh, tomorrow on this show uh, at 4 o'clock. My final question to you, Minister, uh, obviously certain mayors um, 
feel this is a one-size-fits-all. We've had uh, Langley Township Mayor Eric Woodward on the show. Uh, Brenda Locke, I believe, has expressed those concerns. I know um, the City of Richmond has put uh, documentation together that also expresses that concern that our communities are unique for a variety of reasons. Uh, and this one size fit all doesn't doesn't um, doesn't work for our communities at this moment. Uh, will that require further negotiation from you and your ministry to deal with those respective communities? Because there are lots of opportunities to build in Langley Township, in Surrey's, and the Richmonds as well. Uh, will that require further negotiation for you um, in the new year? Well, certainly every community has its own level of uniqueness. What's not unique to every community in this province is a housing challenge. Uh, any community, every community has young people who are thinking about leaving this province, who can't afford to live here. Uh, and so there's nothing unique about the housing crisis community to community. Everyone is struggling with it. Uh, I think it's important to note that the changes we've made are about creating a new floor. We're saying as of right, three to four units on single-family lots. We're saying as of right around transit. But we're going to need more solutions than that, Jazz, to address the challenges that we have in front of us. And communities, mayors, local governments, that's where they're going to play an important role. They're going to need to update their official community plans. They're going to have to engage with their communities on what that looks like. Uh, so there, I wouldn't say it's a negotiation, but if there's issues that arise, we'll certainly look to work with them to address them. Well, Minister, uh, let's get you in the studio here sometime in January uh, after the holidays, uh, and we can have an extensive conversation. I know the Premier was in here a couple weeks ago. Appreciate his time. We'll look to have, love to have you in as well, and we can have a longer conversation on a very, very important file, especially when it comes to, to, come, comes to housing. Uh, we probably won't speak until then, so Merry Christmas to you, uh, and Happy New Year to you and your family. Thanks so much. Yeah, thanks, Jazz. Merry Christmas to you. Happy New Year's to everybody listening. Uh, wishing everybody the best next year.